0: Well, Brent is gay, and Kalen's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior.
1: Issue 214, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Adam. And
0: I'm Brent Wingate. He got it right. Adam
2: got it it right. He didn't say Ryan. Nailed it.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) All right, this week on Homo Superior, the fire rises as we talk through Inferno and some of the uh, other X-Men issues. Clark's got a flash of news that's in no way quick. Hawkeye has a new no. episode, uh, so we're, we've are we got another segment called MCTV, which is short for Must See TV. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to workshop that one. And at <laughs> uh, the end, we stop by the trailer park and get a plug me, daddy. But first, uh, next week, December 17th, we're going to be, <laughs> uh, we've got our Homosphere Holiday episode, Homo Gift Exchange Super Plus Max. <laughs> uh, and then the following week uh, is going to be December 24th, so we'll be off but we will have a review of the uh, new Spider-Man movie No Way Home um, oh no sorry there's supposed to be a comma and an exclamation mark oh, god, no way, <laughs> way home,
3: home. <laughs> so you're way saying that we're going to the trailer home. park to get fucked yeah okay why Ooh, do not you go to the trailer park to fuck yeah someone there you go
2: yeah i mean with
3: the- a, like a fist in their face I mean, I don't Fuck think someone up. So you
2: punch somebody while they're fucking you. That's the opposite. No, the, of the other fact. way around. That's not around. where your fist it's goes, like Clark. like
3: fisting, but in
0: their mouth. <laughs> so you're one of those people. He's on the
2: oral fister. Who people like?
0: Oh, I'm going to hook up with that person, and they're like, "Yeah, we're actually straight. We're going
2: to beat up this queer because that's.
3: I it's me. I'm the one <laughs> doing that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, sometimes people always think that like wait i'm gonna get way too much into fisting how fisting works because i was like you could actually fit a fisting fist down someone's mouth i would think and i've seen you do that <laughs> when you're holding <laughs> cheetos wait <laughs> <laughs> uh let's get on to the issues yeah let's talk about some issues yeah uh the issues are a weekly recap of all things x along with a few of our favorite marvel house writers and characters this week we've got inferno number three the final issue of hellions and marvel Sad. voices community number one Inferno number three is Jonathan Hickman and R.B. Silva, and it's the third issue hits as heavy as the first two with a deeper dive on Cypher, Krakoa, and Warlock setting up the Mutant Nation, Emma exposing Krakoa's secrets to Destiny and Mystique, Moira, Charles, and Mags on the defensive, and a big reveal that Omega Sentinel is actually now home for a time displaced future version of Omega Sentinel sent to ensure mutants do not take over the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, fangirl first, what part made you squee the most? Kalen? It, this was a dense issue. This was, was a lot.
1: lot. I mean, we learned about like the whole like uh, you know cipher warlock Krakoa stuff. We saw Emma, you know, basically uh, revealing to both Mystique and Destiny what Charles and Magneto told her. We got the Omega Sentinel reveal, which is basically her Days of Future Past. She basically was playing the role of Kate Pride. Um I got Whiplash from this issue. It's very good, but sometimes I kind of wish like it
2: was like just given a little bit there more information. there were three pages of timeline and i was like you couldn't give me like a zoom out like i don't even know how it looked and did you have the physical issue clark no, i mean i
3: do now yeah well
2: c- do you pull it because i was like how did it look because i was having such hard time trying to tr- i know what was happening it made sense but i was like why did they have this giant timeline that I know, was on you three
0: different like- fucking pages that i you was actually like, actually have to go into the future to <laughs> read the pages <laughs> of that timeline
1: and and now there's like moira's like 10th life has an a and a b yeah which is whoa a lot of information thrown at us in this penultimate issue of like hickman's swan song
2: swanson swanson it is gonna be it is five issues total i meant four
1: it's four as i thought oh shit no this is like the penultimate well
2: they really did throw in the fucking kitchen sink on this one (laughs) it was
1: great a lot of stuff but it's just like when We could have gotten some of this earlier, I feel.
0: Uh, What did you guys like about, uh, or think of the interaction between uh, Mystique, Destiny, and the Cuckoos? Just this, it almost seemed like overwritten for like an action Uh movie, but I still enjoyed it. There's so Uh, much,
2: much go ahead, Clark.
3: I just like the fact that literally she said all these things like cryptic stuff, but they've already done all that stuff. Like, you're going to, you two of you will fall in love. They literally Done. are. Yeah, I did run that down happened, my checklist. That happened a week ago. Oh, like, right. Sorry, they oh. didn't
0: resurrect Destiny. They resurrected Hindsight.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, literally, it literally
1: was stuff that I... She are, has yeah. the
3: power to tell you. But the I past. was mainly,
2: I just was living for the, the the great. There's just so much power bitchness going on in this issue. And that's what I liked so Emma much. Emma doing so. it as well. Emma, Cuckoos, Mystique, Destiny, Moira, everyone playing How many t- times did you come uh, top t- <laughs> t- <laughs> of their fucking Cipher. bitch game. Yeah. Just even fucking destiny going like I don't know I can't fucking tell you apart like I was like what a great way to end that goddamn I like scene actually has
3: no idea what's going on even though she's <laughs> <a story. laughs> yeah. everyone has to tell her everything and you're, she's like oh now I'll know, you know. based Ooh, on the it's stuff it so murky <laughs>
1: but that is very consistent with her earlier like characterization yeah. because she would always get everything wrong listen to our class X who is destiny it's also just when. like
2: every fucking psychic on the planet oh oh yeah that's right I was gonna say that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: that's what I thought Fit. Brent, what did you think of Warlock doing something and actually mattering?
0: I will say this is probably the best stylization I've seen of this character. I'm so glad they didn't try and do a wonky. He's just a scribble, scrabble on yeah. the page. um I worry about what, how on earth the actual physics works out. That like <laughs> <I> didn't understand <laughs> it. They didn't Krakoa, explain that at all. So Feeds. Uh, I could maybe I could see a world where like Krakoa like. Uh, produces because of his body. But then Warlock eats some of it, but they're generating some psychic thing that's more meaningful than the actual matter.
3: Do you think they're basically like 69ing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like mental sex. But look, 69. I mean, including him it's as being basis. like No, it's know, pretty physical. <laughs> bas- yeah. Including him integrally into the creation, I think more than we saw before was great. And then making him this kind of nervous system and a backdoor solution to... How could Destiny, you know, uh, be discovered or how could Moira be discovered? It's fantastic. It's just an excellent thing that was it it could have been left completely unexplored, but it was and it's great.
2: Well, I do think it also opens a backdoor problem in the sense that Warlock is Phalanx, right? So, like potentially he could be like, if there's ever bringing back the actual phalanx plotline, which I assume is going to come at some point. Well, they did definitely they did, did
1: in there. Yeah. With, no. uh, with, with, uh, Kareemah. Kari- 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 right. Yeah. Like her being the future version where like the mutants are ascendant, that they had that rogue sort of phalanx or the dominions, what they call right? Them, yeah. yes. So. yes.
2: I just mean like, I would assume like, we're always still like, what is the inferno actually going to be? There's still the, like, I don't, I don't even know if there's ever going to be like the Island on fire, but like, if an island has like an entire phalanx-type body system running through its entire island, Krakoa is going to get fucked up at some point, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, oh. it, sorry, go on.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, it's it could be like a metaphorical fire. I mean, yeah. I don't think we're going to have anything that's where like, something burns. It's on fire. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are the Dominions new? Is that a new phalanx thing? They, they have you guys it heard up about in the, the Remember when they did like the, the, the different the, ways? Yeah. The it yeah. was more of a sixth life. Right, but it's it all away. still Hawks and Pox Characterization related. Map it's map like, that they did yes. or whatever. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then what the fuck was Beast up to? Did I miss that like they were referring to something that already had happened when Beast was talking to Cypher about the bodies and the this and the that?
0: Well, I don't know what that was either, but he was I think that was basically like enacting resurrection protocols. Okay, so they to were just like here's But I don't know if those are like fully formed people or what that was because I didn't think they started letting people on the island immediately. They waited until they had the gates open.
1: Right, the, the only people that were on there were obviously Doug and and Warlock, and Warlock was like kind of a secret at first, and then um, obviously like Charles Magneto and and a, and a few others were the ones that were you know coming on there, and then then they just started letting everybody in.
0: So my, the thing that I think is interesting and perhaps we will probably be explored later was that Doug says, "Hey Krakoa, are you ready for like a bunch of mutants?" Yeah. Then they start w- what looks like resurrecting people in some way. And then Doug says, hey, are you ready for more? Right, million. And then the conversation about, uh, you know, were you able to use the bodies in some way? Um, maybe it's nothing. Maybe they are just resurrecting some
2: mutant somehow. Um, <clears throat> there's just so many. Ga- like, you did exactly what I said. You used the cadavers I supplied. Like there's three of three bodies that just died of complications from something. And it's on, uh, we're looking at page 10, if you're following along with (laughs) this. No. no. But I was hoping you guys could explain that to me because I thought I missed something or it was like a toss away of like just the resurrect. But I'm like, it's these three specific things. And they're like, specifically, we need to do this. I was just kind of confused. Was this the start of how they made all the? Yeah.
3: It's,
1: It's not about resurrection per se. It's more about like powering Krakoa and letting Krakoa like Krakoa letting them live there is because he he needed their life force. Yeah. And so the more that came on there, it's almost like... um I'm not a, I'm not, you know, a scientist, but like, you know, it's
0: the Matrix. He's just got, oh, he's so- got, he's,
1: he's, he's able to get en- a little bit of energy from a lot of people because there's like two million mutants well, that, living yes. on Krakoa.
2: But this is like the behind the scenes of how they were supplying energy to Krakoa before they created that. Now we have millions on the planet, on the, earth, on the yeah, ground. Yeah, so, so I'm assuming that certain people building.
1: that were killed or died and then they were eventually resurrected. We just don't full. know who they are. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair.
2: Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was just getting, I was at a loss for what that like. I was love the idea to. that Beast was like. Yeah, we're going to
0: half make all these mutants. And then when people start arriving, we're executing them all.
3: Yeah, why not? <laughs>
2: uh, I
1: thought that we were going to get the revelation that he was actually Dark Beast. I'm still waiting for that fucking
2: revelation. So you know someone's going to fucking write that up. Not Maybe not in this run, but sooner or later someone's going to rewrite that so they can introduce Beast again as like a good person. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't
3: want it. Um, Evil So beast. two things. Do you like the fact, or is it interesting the fact that Magneto and them are right in the, in the the A universe, they do everything and to get to this point and save, they save mutant kind. Yeah. But now like all these people are like, now let's fuck it up thinking that it's, they're not fucking up Be- and fixing it.
1: Because because Omega Sentinel came back in exactly. the past. That's a, r- a really interesting complication. That's very interesting.
2: There, uh I think we had, might have even talked about when we read Inferno 2 that obviously something was up and I just thought that was such a cool reveal and I just, I love the way that they're doing both of these characters because like, Orcus has been kind of just this, like in the background, like not nothing burger, but just sort of like in every enemy of the week, and I just like their interaction a lot.
1: Well, yeah, so that's the interesting thing. Going back to Clark's point, um, is like the creation of Orcus prevented them from succeeding, yeah, or is preventing them from succeeding. And the thing about Orcus, why they've they've they haven't been used very much, with a few exceptions, is I think Hickman basically said. I'm the one who's gonna write that. It's my story. Yeah. Uh because you see all a little bit of them in Wave X, the first issue, but it's it's none of the like the high council. It's yeah. not it's not Omega Sentinel, it's not like what's his face, the the main dude, and then like the woman who created Nimrod. Yep. Um it's only Hickman writing them. I know.
3: They're not interesting characters too.
1: Well, I think they are, right? No, there's
3: these Randos. It's not I don't find them interesting.
2: I I, I like I, her, I, I
3: like Nimrod, but I don't like him and I thought Uzi. the
2: creation of Nimrod was an interesting yeah. pull. Yeah, You're, but you're right. They're mostly just like henchmen and scientists. There's not really like a, there's not like a main. They, set they of don't people. have a
0: lot of agency in this story, right. So far, they're mostly like stu- the X Men happen to them. And as far as that mm-hmm. goes, I think they're interesting enough. They, I'm not like fully bored with them because the creation of Nimrod is is a good enough storyline that. They've carried over, but they need to do stuff.
2: I do really like the idea that Karima or time displaced Phalanx Karima was just like watching X-Force constantly die. And she'd be like, fucking bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I know. I
1: know what's happening here.
0: She's like, I love this episode.
1: (laughs) I think I like them a little bit more because I'm grading on a curve because generally the human villains for the X-Men have been not as interesting. Like Like Strikers, not that interesting to me. Or, um, you know, Friends of Humanity yeah. or like Bolivar Trask or any of those. I'm like, eh. But like these, go- these folks have a little bit more dimension to them.
0: Do you I- think that uh, Magneto um, like gets his helmet redone? <laughs> Every time he wants to change his look <laughs> or does he just have multiple helmets? Multiple helmets just in case. Oh
1: yeah, no, it's like a shoe closet. This it's his helmet, helmet
0: closet. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever emotion he's feeling, yeah he's feeling I'm, very yeah, aggressive like, like a drag queen who has like styrofoam heads to keep all the yeah, wigs. All the up,
2: wigs. Yeah. yeah, that's it exactly. Uh yeah. let's talk about the big uh basically dark knight uh returns plot twist at the end which is that the princess was in another castle, and that Magneto and Charles showed up at a place that just had Myra's arm. That was a complicated reference. I, <laughs> I was, was like, I was thinking of waiting. the I thought it would come out better if I had thought. It. I didn't think about it until right before I said it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is all actually a lot harder to get across." But well, yeah, they I say, liked it. It was very. Into- this Hickman's writing really good. Uh,
0: yes, yeah, what a great metaphor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think Hickman's writing like very grade A level like flagship like explosive movie like i yeah. every issue i'm like on the f- like flipping through like i can't, i'm taking it slowly but i cannot wait to see what's going to happen next and it's like it is such a fucking cool because it's not really a crossover it's its own like special storyline essentially right. and it, it's just paying dividends every fucking issue i love it Sorry. it's
1: kidding, so. it's very good uh, i did uh, love that reveal a lot and i it's clear that like they know that like Because they find out through Emma, they can't kill Moira, so they just fucking like sever her arm, (laughs) and you know just to get um, uh, Charles and and Magneto off like off the trail. Trail. I did like Emma's turn because she's like, "I'm not aligned with y'all. I just care about the mutants. I care about the kids, Mm -hmm. and y'all are just all of y'all are fuckos. All of you, I don't trust any of you. Y'all figured this out, but I'm trying to level the playing field here."
3: Um, one of my favorite parts was the scene where they're attacking the Titan. Yeah. And you know that it that's um, sunspot there, right? Oh, it he is loves. Sunspot. Well, he ta- calls him the child of the sun, and right oh. next to him is Deathbird because you yeah. see her wing thing. It's just I such did a Death Bird, yeah. random. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, they're the ones who save the day and kill everybody. Yeah, uh, I
2: did want to yeah understand which one it was. He does love sunspots, so that
1: makes he a lot does,
3: of sense. Yes, he says it's his favorite mutant.
1: That's really cool. Uh, I wish what are these more.
2: gifts that Emma has wasn't because there was the gift that was she took a gift because that was the thing that destiny was like she has gift for us doesn't she
0: oh I thought it was that she knew where Myra was yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh,
2: yeah. but then there wasn't there still like I thought that was a reference to the I mean another issue it was, ain't from Tiffany's girl like, no I know but, but did it I thought didn't did it miss? Emma get, get something, something else. Oh yes, not that's the right. Yeah, okay, she got
1: go. a
0: box that no one knows what's in it.
1: Yeah, her yes. new codename is White Elephant, not White Queen. White Queen, Elephant. White <laughs> uh, what the fuck do you think is gonna happen next? I okay, so I don't think a lot of stuff's getting resolved because it's the fourth issue and stuff is continuing as we'll talk about during during news flash. Uh, I think the I think Moira and Orcus to a certain degree get resolved and mm-hmm. everything else is still question. Yeah, it's still it's a continuation of right. like post Tickman, like we, we, as we know. As we're, yeah, we're gonna talk about Immortal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. X-Men I, I do like is. the fact that
3: we've um, Omega Sentinel has been. We now don't have to worry the fact that the other like our Omega, Omega Sentinel is has suddenly turned into this yeah. creature. It's just she's it, around as a human now. It's a good retcon. That's what she is.
1: Yeah, it's a good retcon. Actually, it makes a lot what? of sense. Not, not a retcon. Not a retcon. There's uh, just two of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just excited to see Doug actually become a clever player. Because for the for all I've read of him, he's basically a person who's like friendly and mm-hmm. there, and people don't like him. And he's this aw- people
3: don't like him.
0: People I, don't sorry, people don't hate him, <laughs> but he's this aw shucks character. Are like, you
2: the people, Brent? I was just well, I was gonna say. I Brent. keep
0: hearing people talk screen rants. People are saying. I was
2: like, are you projecting onto Cypher, Brent? <laughs> anyway, Cypher. He's one of my favorites. Cypher's I, wonderful.
0: It was very exciting to see him and other characters that you were kind of underestimating throughout yeah. the story. Mm. Oh, for sure.
1: Especially considering- Start to make possible invents. Yeah, agreed. Especially contrasting with his early um, portrayal in Ten of Swords where he's like, I am one of the champions, but I can't fight for shit. Right. And obviously we saw how that turned out.
3: Well, but... We saw last week when with X-Men Green where he rescued, or not rescued, he allowed- Oh, yeah, so he Now He's
2: getting very heavily involved in a lot of the moving pieces right now. Good. I'm excited. Yeah, he's What's Kirkwell's Hellions
3: doing? Girlfriend. Hellions number oh. 18. Oh, they're ending. It's the R. finale. R. I. P, y'all.
2: Zeb Wells, Shea Carlos, and Steven Segovia. The journey of Hellions comes to an end with the remaining Hellions on trial before the Quiet Council for the death of two U.S. Marshals. The series ends on a few bittersweet and straight-up sour notes for the Ragtag Bunch, along with plenty of lingering plot threads for the future. What would you guys think of this issue? And then we'll talk about the bigger series as a whole.
3: I don't want to start negatively, but it just just showed how unimportant a lot of the characters were. (laughs) Empath, um, unimportant, important, but not really. He barely got screen time. Hachimacot was just just there to, um, shit. Gray Crow was just there as a boyfriend-ish figure. And who's a, you call it? Oh God, Wild You're Child. Really out of Wild names. Child was a waste of time. They all uh, had he, their. He, they all had like Wild late Child light did not. arts. Wild Child why, why did not matter in the slightest bit. The only time he mattered in the first two issues, and it mattered in the one issue where he had that weird Aurora thing, and then absolute waste of time.
2: You don't think that their ending is all kind of like at least? Yeah, ra- but it. it they very fine, light touch.
3: Fine if he had a beginning or middle. He had a beginning. There was no middle for him, and then like ten issues thought,
0: later, here's Wild Child. I got so much about Wild Child being like a person who's out of control, constantly also a child, <laughs> and and yeah, other synonyms for kid, <laughs> a youngling, but that a crazy young one is what I think he used to but, be. Called. But that he could often be an agent like of chaos, <laughs> no. uh, to the extent that his you know final outcome is that he's trying to get help. I think is somewhat interesting, but it's a little bit undercut by the fact that he doesn't have a lot of, like, interactions with people where you see underneath the skin. Yeah, that's why I was like, okay. But I still thought it was okay. I mean, there's other characters who definitely got uh, great plot arcs that, you know, for one character to not have something as good.
3: Three characters. the Plot arcs existed for four characters, and that's it.
0: Well, it's an ensemble book. And so, over
1: 18, 18 issues or so, you know, certain characters are going to get the short shrift. They just will. That's just how it works when you have, like, what, seven, eight characters. Yeah, nine, ten. Sure. <laughs> um, but I, I think thematically, the book worked for me mm-hmm. all the way through because um, it's about these misfits. They had to put together, you know, people that, like, they couldn't put it in the hole at first because they hadn't broken any of the three Krokoan laws. But they had to figure out a way to, uh, you know, to, to make sure that, like, they still worked within society and I like the growth of the team or the uh, various interactions like Grey Crow could have used more characterization, could have used, had some more screen time, but I liked his, like him changing because he's in love and that doesn't always work for me, but it works for me here. I liked like Empath's small little like look when he had to change his, you know, former love teammates, the, the original Hellions, he, uh, to, to get kind of mm-hmm. acceptance. He had to, he had to manipulate them to do that. Um. And then I love like the revelation that like, the Quiet Council is like, we can't trust Sinister. They shouldn't have trusted yeah. him in the first no. place. But like, I loved all of that. I love Storm saying, oh yeah, Psylocke, you can, you can have one more hit at, like, at him. I thought that was such a yeah. good, such a great thing. And then Nanny and Orphan Maker, Nanny's sacrifice at the end like was really fucking powerful. It was really, really well done. She's like, I am going to go into the hole with my, with my son, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I I would agree. I, I love that I asked for just the one issue, and you all went very big on the series. But I loved the. You can catch all of our <laughs> thoughts
0: on this when we do a recap <laughs> of every page. It's, well, it's hard to uh, hellions. It's uh, hard to uh, just hellions do one issue. One no, to 267. but
2: uh, well, I was only asking that because I thought the I thought it was a little rushed. Uh, the issue itself, I the endings all made a lot of sense to me. I I definitely. Dis, I'm more on your side, Kaylin. Well, I guess maybe basically against you, Clark. I, think I don't care. How's it reaction? But <laughs> which you never do. Clark's about to fist but, you. I yeah. know, right? Come on, fist my mouth, Clark. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, no, so I actually really liked it because um, I thought it's, I would say it's all light touch. It's probably more like a first season of a TV show or like the end of a movie. We're exactly right. And everyone's not gonna get the same amount of screen time. This was a Psylocke book. This was a Havoc book. First and foremost, it wasn't even
3: really a havoc book.
2: Yeah, I know. And then they wrote it, but I'm like, you, can, I, I actually believe that all of them had enough of their a to z, a to z arcs <laughs> for the book itself. No, you I think felt, t-
0: you felt like a fucking house of cards. You go, it's really a havoc book, and he goes, it's not really a havoc book. You go, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, <laughs> I. Phony. So again,
2: I think you're. I think it's like it's like what is the? I think to your point, it's what a lot of these books suffer from, especially when they don't know when they potentially could begin or end. It, and this is X Factor is that they had a lot of up and down plot threads. Because I think Grey Crow actually did grow. And I think it's like he only had... Grey Crow. As I said. I know, Grey Crow. Oh, Grey Crow. He only had his arc... (laughs) Raku. He only had his arc in... um, the first half of Hellions, because of all the dead, uh, who are the bad guys? The rat, not Ravagers, the, the Reavers, the Ratback, re- re- no, Reaver. not the Reavers, the, 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 the Marauders, subway, the, the Marauders, the Subway people, yeah, more locks. I know, no, no, but them, it's them the Marauders. Ra- yeah. I just said it, the Marauders, fucking everybody up. Oh. but so like he, that did start that journey of like I'm not that person anymore. They re- I mean, they granted they gave him a name just to rehabilitate the image, but I do think that all kind of came together. I think Wild Childs was the weakest for sure. But I also appreciate that at least they went back to it. But it you could feel you could feel the bad Grey's Anatomy like music in the background mm-hmm. as all as these characters had their oh, little no. like, montage their montage it? ending Clark?
3: Well my it, this was definitely my favorite series um of all of this is going on for the yeah. last two years. And I you mean that's the problem. You were talking end. about the first five issues had every character doing something real, showing everything, and then a lot of them just never grew up. They I mean, never showed fair. back up again, really.
2: I do think Wild Child also had his transformation with the resurrection, because like he, they went back and forth. So. Yeah, but then we
3: didn't really matter about him. After, I know, like, oh, he has been, and it was all about Nanny's scary well, version resurrection, and he was just kind of there.
1: To Clark's point, I think after the first five issues, it was much more sinister focused than it, than yeah, the first yeah, five yeah. issues were, and I think sinister is such a a compelling character right? Worth I'm sure, it. Z- I'm <laughs> sure Zab- you can't help but want <laughs> to write him. Seriously, like he's just he's so flamboyant and dramatic, and it's just great. Um, I will quibble with you a little bit, Adam, because I do think Zeb Wells... It had is a the, Havoc book. It is a <laughs> Havoc book. Uh, the first, <laughs> you stupid bitch... Wait, which side do you take? Because it's a Havoc book. Or it's not a Havoc, <laughs> Havoc. It's not a Havoc book. The fr- a like, wild uh, card. I'm real sinister. Uh, <laughs> Wells said, even when the announcement came out that like Hellions was ending with issue 18, he was like, this is not a cancellation. This is what I wanted to tell. This is the story I wanted to tell. So I think he had it, you know, as much as he could mapped out. Yeah. And um, you know, certain characters certainly got the short shrift.
2: I would have liked a twenty-four. I think I, I agree that I'm sure he knew mm-hmm. what was coming. That all the plot lines closed. We had a great storyline ending. I just wish there would have been a few more issues to Clark's support sure. to build out some of those there's, characters.
3: There's just so many characters that have such rich, rich backstory they didn't get into at all. Yeah, like I would love to see Wild Child have show all of his history when he wasn't fucked up, when he was on Alpha Flight as like a main character and like a normal faced person who wasn't a complete monster, and. We just never got any of that.
0: It's a little bit hard with the plot points to see where that fits in, though. Like, yeah, they could easily I, do it
3: if they have six extra, extra issues. Well, it's a an episode of the so week. They could fight any villain issue, he's ever had. The amount of, of space the that they
0: had, I think this is a fantastic run. Yeah, I really enjoy the full story arc. Yeah. Um, I, what I really want is for them to come back in like Hellions Twelve and break out <laughs> Orphan Maker and Egg Lady from like the prison, and they like have to get back together for something to like get the band back it's together true that, no
2: i would love to read a one shot that advance like i would love them for, to bring them back a couple months later and be like a hellions one shot to do something. just like well, while, while Kirko
0: is collapsing these guys decide you <laughs> we know gotta what? go back, we gotta these are the United. only people that i actually can trust and work with except for empath and then <laughs> we'll like form a gang together
1: well i uh, i think we'll talk a little bit more about um you know what zeb could be doing you know in the next iteration of the books. but uh, I, I did want to mention the the last page was sinister where he was looking at all the various mm-hmm. images from the people in the quiet yes. Castle. Do we think he's trying to make a chimera? Yeah. From? Okay. Totally. All right. There we go. That's the answer. <laughs> um, oh yeah. What
3: do we think Goblin Queen at the very,
1: uh, I, um, I mean, i I knew
2: we all knew she was coming back. Uh, and they could have at least waited if like, they could have just given havoc a happy or is it ending? This is like too like on the nose that it's obvious that it's going to go back very fast.
3: I still don't re- <laughs> re- get why he's so pressed for her. He hasn't dated her since like the fucking eighties.
2: Remember how good he looked back yeah, then. Yeah, but that doesn't. It,
3: it's literally been so many years. <laughs> it's called nostalgia, Clark. It, w- Look it wasn't it a great interaction. I guess it's kind of like it's after after your after st- your main girlfriend breaks up with you, and then you have to go back to the one before.
1: <laughs> it's the one. She's the one that got away. Yep. That's why, and she died because like, she got she, away because she
3: turned to a psychotic.
0: And then she died. Yeah. And then, like, and he never, like,
1: was and able to... he went to... back
3: to her, old, his old girlfriend. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: it was a pretty... Uh, it wasn't a great interaction because the first thing no. is he comes up and he's like, oh, my God, it's so great to see you. And she's like, well, who the... F- are you why did idea. you re- resurrect but, me and yeah and then he's like oh I guess I love you and she's like oh JK haha ha, yeah catch up with you in a second <laughs>
2: Evil. well I cut ca- yeah I wish it would have been a bit more subtle than that because like I thought it was gonna be like a real somber ending where she's like you know what fuck this yeah. I'm out of here and that would have actually been like god that's heartbreaking because <laughs> it but it's also she's not wrong like she was like great another fucking choice made by somebody else besides me
1: for sure it's like it's like she has no agency in her life or her death so yeah. another Summers brother is telling her what she can and uh, can't do. Ain't
2: that the truth Summers brothers always telling me what to do mm. <laughs> uh, Let's finish with Marvel Voices Comunidades Number one, celebrating Latin and Latinx creators and characters, Marvel packages a series of great one-pagers and one-shots focus on Latin and Latinx experiences from Sherco's Brazilian excursion to Sunspot's trip down memory lane, a sad trip uh, all the way to Robbie Reyes' combating insurrectionist bigotry what stories engage you the most from the collection?
1: Uh, for me, uh, I like the little food one-shots because uh, love me some tamales Super and tortillas. Cute. That was very, very cute. I bought it uh, for the Sunspot story, but while well, the art was really nice, and I'm glad that they kind of delved into his mm-hmm. you know, Brazilian background, Like his characterization was off to me. Uh, it didn't feel like the post, uh, post-Hickman the post sunspot. It felt very, like, 80s. Early 80s. 80s, yeah. like, New Mutants sunspot. So that was just a little jarring, but it was fine. Um, there was two Miles Morales stories. The first one, um, really, I liked it. It felt a little, like, more info-dumpy, but in a good way, yeah. because this has been in the news lately, is the whole, uh, you know, the definition of Latinx uh, to, to use to have, like, a, a non-gendered, term to define people who are from Latin backgrounds Mm -hmm. Uh, and I like that it was like you know um, I guess it was Miles talking to his mother Mm -hmm. about it and like from what I've seen from my perspective there's a news article in Politico that talked about it it's like there's a generational divide that's happening right now older older folks are like what does Latinx mean I'm Latina or I'm Latino because Spanish is such a gendered language you know all the romance languages Mm -hmm. are Um, and so younger folks um, you know and the first time I heard the term was actually From you know Latinx individuals uh, at at a work event I went to who were who were you know non-binary and they said we this is the term we want to use because Latino doesn't describe me Latina doesn't describe me and And I know there's been it's just been there's a lot of controversy around it because language is always tough and when you change the way that you call people and they're like they're not used to it it's like. It's 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 an evolution always. Mm-hmm. So that spoke to me.
3: I well, mean, I'm I'll call anybody the what they want to be called, but I don't quite get like, like napkin is servietta. Why are you gendering a napkin now? Why 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 would we gender anything in a language? I mean, it's fucking strange yeah, that we gender anything in a language. It's
0: very bizarre, and there it's, are movements across the world to try and change you know gender languages. Gender. Like German yeah. is probably the closest to. Uh, english I, and uh, no no sorry to actually trying to reform mm, the language to make sense change all the conjugation to make it simpler and more straightforward uh, i believe uh um the dutch did it oh uh, yeah um and they you know also cleared out like uh any kind of weird spellings and stuff but it's very very hard to do and doesn't work for you know if a country if a language is not within just one country it's almost impossible. Mm. Yeah. yeah Spanish, that's,
1: and Spanish is French. everywhere. Yeah. French is Romanian, everywhere. Romanian,
3: that's probably
0: easy. They don't have...
1: Yeah, that's, that's the only one And I
2: Romania. did like that particular comic too because I think it, it worked through a lot of the at least ongoing understanding that I've seen, especially introducing even Latin adding the E at the end because like, I think that's also been an up and coming kind of idea of how to create that that's
3: easily conjugable. Yeah, conjugal. exactly.
2: That was the, I like, again, like I don't, I don't have nearly enough information around it, but I just like, I liked how it was like to your point, it was a little bit like, here's all the exposition you need to know about this. But, uh, and a few of the issues like kind of had that, but again, being someone obviously who's not of Latin or Latinx descent, it's very like, good and enjoyable to read this and be like okay i feel like more informed and more thoughtful to thinking about these things Mm -hmm. including of the food like i really did like the fucking food issues i thought it was so cool and they had they write up one of the interviews i just read like bringing that's such a big part of a lot of culture yeah is like making sure you're cooking with family and talking about that and sharing that experience and so i thought this really stood out to me because like it it did feel like one of the most complete books of these because even like the pride issue, like I, something, someone who's obviously gay, I can speak to that more we're of gay. like s- seeing it all encompassing. Mm-hmm. And I thought like while they were all really good, it didn't feel collective. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think this was one of the first Marvel voices where I'm like, oh, you can really feel a full takeaway of some level of the culture, which I thought was really neat Um, overall.
0: Kind of a, a question about, you know, introducing this type yeah. of topic. Uh, did you have something, Clark?
3: Just us on that. You can't oh. do that with homosexuals because it's so sexual. <laughs> you literally, can't. <laughs> you can't. I can't do that with something that's directed at. Let's pretend it's all averaged out at fourteen. I don't know that they can't show the entire world of that because a lot of it. Well, we're just talking about fisting the entire time. No, all, all they can do but, is
0: show tightly spandexed muscular
3: men. Yeah, whose no, but they did get into sp- a lot of real stuff. But also, it there is yeah but a what huge level no
2: but so what i mean to that is like for the prides issue and this was actually one of my other questions is like what do you, there's i think they're going to obviously continue this tradition what would you want to see in oh, issue, issue number twos for me and i mean there were certainly issues in pride about that it'd be really nice to see a bunch of the issues really fo- or the, the one shots in the comics focus on chosen family because that is the thing that mm-hmm. actually binds a lot of gay people yeah I mean, that's we kind of
3: did that with um with the four four shot the four issue um uh, Infinity um, for War Warwick and Hickling.
2: Yeah, um. no, right. <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I know, I know you're. Fucking, you're <laughs> having a stroke, but <laughs> uh, what I but like, they actually had like. The oh whole, yes, okay, the, old, the old British couple Warwick, Warwick. and Hickling. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I'm just saying. I'm not saying like you. To your point, like you're not going to be able to tell. And even within this comic, I can't walk away feeling like I know every Latin or Latinx experience. Yeah, I think like finding a a, a defining thread that each of these kind of things could speak to every year could really enable them to like tell cool stories every year too and keep these up as like really interesting and profitable uh,
3: uh, production. To me, all these going forward, I don't need 15 stories. You want I'm, like, like <laughs> I, I it team needs, stories? I want, yes. I mean, feel like it's just like here's two Latinx people or one. Give me a connection. I just want story instead of just here's a moderate slice of life in, in, which I get it, and we've done it twice already.
1: Well, I think for for this, like, uh, they need to show the diversity of uh, of such um, the various sort of diaspora of the, Lat- the Latin experience. You know, you've got folks from mm-hmm. you know from Mexico, folks from Puerto Rico. You know, with sunspot, Same it's me. Brazil. You know, so that I think that's tough to to not have too many stories. But I get your point. Like, I want, I want more fleshed make out stories. Make it twice story. the size. Yeah. Make it longer. Like, make the stories longer. Give us, like, sometimes I was just getting into something and I was like, oh, oh now it's over. Now it's over. Done, yeah. now and it's one over. thing
3: I want to say, I never want to see any fucking kid from Strange Academy again. There was a lot of Strange and Academy. And it started off with that shit.
1: I, I saw a lot. I've heard, I have have not read the series, they but I've heard. They are
3: constantly trying to do it all the time. They're bringing them in as much as possible, and that's unreadable. I'm sorry for anyone who's reading it, but um, you should throw them. Really, up. I've heard good things about it. I have yeah. not read it yet. It's just... Oh, okay, all right, just yeah. All
1: right,
3: uh, I've read about eight issues, and, and there's yeah. not as many as you could read. But yeah,
1: anything else on uh on Comunidades?
3: Yeah, I mean, if if
0: it's possible, I have a quick take on this. Sure. Um, I, I think when I'm reading a comic. I always find it interesting when an issue that I wasn't really thinking about suddenly comes up because then it makes me think mm-hmm. about that, but it's not in kind of like an obtrusive kind of way. I worry that with these kind of Marvel voices, it's a way of, you know, avoiding those mm-hmm. kind of conversations and other longer running storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're forced to be in these kind of like little events where they get such a short play. Do you think that's true, or do you think there's any value to just having, like, yes, here's actually an area where you might be able to learn something about someone outside yourself?
1: Well, I think the I, I think you raise a good point, because uh, it'd be good for storylines to actually delve into stuff more, because it's not a one-and-done kind of a thing. But what I like about these anthologies is it gives writers who don't have, or an artist, mm-hmm. too, yeah. who who aren't on the main books, because Marvel is very, like... You know, for lo- their their ongoing series, it's like they... DC does this too, but it's like tried and true creators, you know? Uh, and these one-shots allow, like, you know, people of color, uh, queer individuals, uh, a chance to, like, kind of show off, hey, like, I know how to write this or I know mm-hmm. how to draw this. Like, it's... Um, so, uh, it's a little bit of both, I think.
3: I haven't looked, but do, do you think these sell well? These I are don't... ancillary things that... I mean, we read them because they're... G- I- some, I think they sometimes s- great and certain stories are great but it,
1: it they sell well enough for them marvel to continue doing it do, but do
3: do they sell well enough or is it a, a or, or is this like a great slate, vanity uh, not vanity project but like it's feeling a loss, necessary it's a, it's a loss leader yeah. for
1: them um I I don't know I have to I look at the scale so are, are these
3: telling stories to people who don't know about it's what I'm saying I like think you that, were just talking yeah. about, like a culture, thing. are these just going to be some random white schmo reading this?
2: No, this is, I do think that there's going to, there's, they're probably doing it for a double act of it's getting cre- good press. It's pulling I mean, it's up creators and, and authors. It. It's getting good press. Mm-hmm. And it's probably is bringing some people into the fold because what a great thing to buy, like your kid or a relative huh, or yeah. this, where it's like, oh, I found this. I thought that was really cute. Something we could share. Like, yeah. There's a lot of added value. And the fact that they're numbering, number one them, I think is mm-hmm. also really interesting, too, because I'm like, it obviously sounds like they're going to keep doing well, this. Well, next as week an is, annual they're, they're
1: doing, like, American Indian Alaska Natives again. Which next is, week? Yeah, it's oh, supposed wow, to be coming out next here? week. Yeah, because I think Community Gods yeah, was, was, was delayed a bit. So I was
3: going to say, yeah, because it was. Is that it has September? Been, wasn't that?
1: E- e, uh, uh, I mean, Latin. the. the uh, I mean, the Pride was Hispanic, one was June. That was Hispanic Heritage Month no, No, they did, they did, Well, yeah. Well, they've yeah, had a
3: Hispanic. Hispanic one and a uh, Latino, Latinx. Yeah, but, yeah, they did. National Early Native American March, Heritage Month just, just And then they did it, an so Asian American
1: one over the summer because yeah, I know we reviewed yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're they're going to continue doing them. It's like, uh, I mean, it's an interesting question, Clark. I, I think it's doing well enough that Marvel wants to do it, which is good. It's mm-hmm. good by yeah. me.
2: That's good, build it, and yeah. it's also generating interest in characters that they could potentially use in the future. Like, there's yeah. a lot of like feeding elements to this, and which I hate, the artists do, and I hate thinking about. Like, I th- but I think it is right that it's like a win-win situation. Yeah, for, the, for sure.
0: For
2: <gasps> Keep going until I get the phone up. Ooh.
3: Do it, do it, do it, do it.
1: It's a noose. I think it's, news, I think it's news, Morse code. Squash. I think Brent's in trouble. Do Clark-
0: do. I'm doing the noise. You listen to
2: the noise it's Clark, sos all right for someone who's uh listening news to us flash. for flash first time that doesn't understand what brent breathing heavily into the microphone is can you explain what news flash is
3: no it's just we have news and i read it
2: <laughs> there we go that's that's <laughs> the new description that's, of that's news
0: it flash. you think oh you think you're not breathing heavily into the microphone <laughs>
3: <sighs> all right so this week marvel let the cat out of the bag and destiny of x is happening it they released one of their group teaser spreads. You know, they always do, showing every single person who might or might not be in it. Listening the upcoming books, and I called it Krakoa Round 2 instead of Destiny of X. So, we see everybody there except for everybody. X-Factor, S.H.I.E.L.D., and Helene's characters- Sword. Yeah, yeah, that's right. X-Factor sword, <laughs> armor, yeah, slash shield, shield wait a yeah. slash
2: knife. Kalen cutting in on Clark while he's this reading. Is unacceptable. This is this is like the reverse world, All right, that I it's Bizarro
3: newsflash. <laughs> um and then then there's like dead bodies everywhere. No, um except for like a lot of people aren't there. We have Bishop that's not there <laughs> who we know is going to be in stuff. Yeah. uh not there, there. etc. Yeah, she's going to be I'm not there. Anyway, so <laughs> No, Glob's there. Things we already know, Wolverine, New Mutants, X-Force, Marauders, and X-Men are still going to be around. That's a lot more than we thought. I thought there was going to be like three. Yeah. Um, They kept a lot of not great ones. Yeah. X-Force, no thanks. And Wolverine, no thanks. New
2: Mutants. Yeah. All right. Anyway.
3: Whatever. Uh, New the table, uh, we have X-Men Red, who we've obviously had years ago with Tom Taylor. Immortal X-Men, Legion of X, which we believe is the Spurrier spinoff teased um, after Way of X. And Knights of X.
0: Oh, oh! Don't forget, they're also going to do Wolverine 2, a second Wolverine storyline <laughs> to boost up the excitement about Wolverine.
3: Oh, God, That's um, what you're not seeing. Before we get into questions about this, uh, today, meanwhile, Marvel announced one of those books, uh, Immortal X-Men, is going to be basically—it's it's going to be all twelve members of the, the Quiet Council. Just wheeling, dealing, fighting each yes. other, being jerks. And it's written by Kieran Gillen with art by Lucas Wernerk. And it won't be shit, I imagine. I could only get so erect, please. So what don't. do you think about all these things? Which one are you looking forward to? And do you have any guesses for the other series, um, namely X-Men Red and Knights of X?
1: Um, So Mortal X-Men I'm super happy about because uh, I... I always thought Kieran Gillen was going to be one of the writers. I'm glad that they, they did it, and the fact that he's going to be doing like a backstabby type of like you know Melrose Placey type palace of, entry. Palace We've entry. We've talked about that. <laughs> Melrose <Maris laughs> Placey. Yeah. Please. That, yeah.
2: yeah. That, I mean, we'll look at the characters on that fucking day. It's the yeah. Place they're. I <laughs>
1: mean, it's it's the Last Supper of right. like the Quiet Council, and it's also <laughs> going to be the folks from the Great Ring that are going to be part of it. They're too, bringing.
2: But, I was like, shit. I was like, oh, they bringing back Kevin. Oh Lockyer, yeah, we got and,
3: them yeah, in the, the background.
1: Yeah, we had them in the background. X Men Red has been speculated a lot. Is not going to be a continuation of the tom taylor book um but rather Wah. uh some people think, what, what are you the penguin now <laughs> no, that's waluigi <laughs> yeah uh, that's <laughs> true much uh, uh but the, the speculation that it is set on mars uh, it's the Araco book uh with storm as the lead mm-hmm. hopefully yeah. al ewing will be the writer marauders we know steve orlando's taking over i assume uh jerry duggan is going to continue writing x-men vita ayala is going to continue writing new mutants um,
3: do, we, do you think x-men red will bring in some sword characters
2: it could I hope it, it does. It would have to, yeah. Because I, I just feel like while I want them to c- grow the Iraqi table, I wish they would have done that as part of a lot of the books already because it's going to feel harsh to try and have to generate so many new characters. Whereas I think like using S.H.I.E.L.D. Like what is it? Because Frenzies obviously. Sorry. Right. I'm thinking oh, yeah. of fr- Yeah, Frenzies. Oh. Like I'm thinking of anyone that would be making the bridge a lot uh, more often will probably show up. So like the ambassador. Peepers. Like, d- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got have happy purse. Uh, Fabian Cortez, uh,
1: he's probably going to be in Legion, or, yeah. Legion
2: of X. Yeah, yeah I was
3: going to see Knights of X. What do you think? Uh, do you continue? think this is going to be kind of connecting to um, Excalibur and stuff? Yeah, I think, Passing, I mean, right?
1: Betsy's in the image as Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one that makes the most amount of sense. I thought Gillen was going to be writing that book, maybe, mm-hmm. and like we, you know, what's her face, um, Teeny Howard would move on, but...
2: I, I don't know i don't know is that gonna we, be like a spin-off of the actual I don't know. all of them being betsy
3: braddock's because I, I don't mean, think we, i can no. take that I mean, we have shatterstar in there richter's in there and um, Bay. what's her name bay's Bay in there the, yeah. and they're all in the same section with with Betsy, so yeah. that would be—I like that team already. Well, and they too. already
2: said Cuckoo. What is it? One of the Cuckoos is supposed to have that cataclysmic encounter in Otherworld, right? One of them's not supposed yeah. to make it back. So obviously, yeah. I would assume there's going to be an other still an Otherworld team. They'll just change it from Excalibur since it's not going to be British. Related, oh. I would hope because the fucking
3: British stuff is terrible in Excalibur. Uh, so Leah Williams—is she supposed to be writing one of these things? I have not based ho- on that image that we had head of everybody on that Zoom. I think she was on there,
1: mm. um, and the, the but ones that she were- was
2: being fired at the time. Uh, <laughs> it was just a zoom just in front of everyone. Topical. Better.com did it, so why can't Marvel? I mean, the
1: only ones that were blurred out were, you know, Steve Kieran Orlando Gillen. And, I, and then Kieran Gill, I think. And they, everybody else was there. I'm wondering if Zeb, Zeb Wells is going to continue writing it. I hope he takes over X Force.
2: Write anything, yeah. Because I, that would be great for that.
1: It would be like he knows how to write that kind of a book. I mean, like Hellion's in its own way was sort of like a Suicide Squad version yep. of yep. X Force, um, and you know, there'd be it'd be great. And I'm not enjoying Benjamin Percy's X Force anymore. I'm just not. No His whole it is. Brain is well, fine. It's Wolverine is dying. On the Which vine. of
0: these storylines do you think we are gonna get more? of colossus tilling fields and painting because (laughs) that's what i I, uh
1: no it's that's immortal x-men he's on the quiet council now so to
2: hit on that note though because what this is he could
0: just always be out field in the field like mowing lawns and stuff and they're like come back in we got to take a vote and he's like wiping uh, his brow
2: because reign of x is reign of x is obviously ending destiny of x is launching in spring 2022 they really got to close out that fucking weird Russian mutant storyline from X Force. Keep it open, baby. Just so that's go why, back like, to that well, I just you need. I can't sit around having had this lame buildup of the X Force storyline, which is a series I love when it started, but it's like mm-hmm. it's all just been duds. So I'm like, just give him enough time to close this out, so we don't have these lingering threads. That would, then we get an X Men Legends book ten years from now. Eventually, those r- explaining little nothing. Russian
0: doll men are going to get a vote on the Quiet Council.
1: <laughs> I also like kind of hope Zeb Wells takes over, like X Men, just in general. I think he understands team dynamics. Oh, yeah. very very yeah. well. Like Jerry Dug- Jerry Duggan, I keep mispronouncing his last name. They,
2: uh, his run has just been kind of eh.
1: Like we talked about what X Men number five last week, and I just haven't been terribly impressed with that book
2: if we i think with Duggan and just with x-men in general if we knew that that was going to continue on for a hundred issues i'd be in because i like i think there's a lot of like slow interesting character like just little touches yeah but to your point i mean if we only get we only got 18 issues of the fucking best run of x books after hawks and pox the hellions yeah that's not enough like you can't be Six issues in and not have an understanding of what the fuck is going to happen by the end of this well, thing. Well, and then the underlying plot is
1: just not that interesting to I me. Mean, the Ben Yurick, finding. You made
2: Cordycep at, Jones and Ben Urek alone. Well, Cordycep Jones. Yeah. Is a great, <laughs>
1: that's well, a great name. Whatever. Well, Ben Yurick as like, you know, I'm going to reveal to the world, you know, about resurrection. It's like, this is a world where like people come back to life all the time. All the time. And I mean, I get the whole idea of like they always have this fail They have save. a system for it. They have versus... a system for it now rather than just sort of random chance. I mean,
2: but, but do think about like I mean obviously our world too like nobody comes back from the dead but like it's still a Christian fearing world so I'm know. sure if someone was like resurrection happens all the time it's Easter like, every day the darkness the evils they'd all be that lady from Trading uh, Spouses uh,
1: the two things I want to mention about the image
3: <laughs> dark sided dark sided yeah. I'm a Christian
1: <laughs> the two things I want to She's mention a Christian. <laughs> really quickly about the image one Charles is back is back <laughs> in this chair uh so that's interesting to me and then two storm's look is fantastic uh russell dowderman re like uh gave Mm -hmm. her a new costume and we got to see a full image of it actually and the only inspiration he was given or the only assignment he was given was like bring back the look that she had you know like right before the outback era where she had the mohawk and he just ran with it and she looks fucking great
3: Oh, Ryan's not here. Anyways, so Marvel fanboys <laughs> had their hopes and dreams realized this week when Kevin Feige, I'm going to say I Always Forgets It, announced Charlie Cox will be Deadpool in the MCU as opposed to the shitty Netflix Marvel miniverse. I like that. Ryan. Uh, Ryan, who's not here, please sing the Cray Cray song. I want
2: your Cray Cray. Get
3: What's that plot, up?
2: Yeah. Weep. Oh, because it was the pop-up video version. I love it. This is insane.
3: Anyways, we're we're good now. Turn that soundboard off. Turn that soundboard off. How do you folks feel about him showing up? And who else do you want from the multiple shitty Netflix series? I feel
2: great. I think he was a great daredevil. What I don't want, I want them to just assume that anything that happened in the Marvel Netflix shows are mostly nothing. And none of that stuff is necessarily true. It was just like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D alternative universe they probably pull through some of the plots that they liked but give him a chance to actually rebuild and also reinstitute the character and i give me jessica Kristen ritter i was like give me jessica ritter i mean jessica, Kristen ritter jones. As jessica jones and i forget the guy's name and i hate it as luke cage and please never bring back uh, iron fist or the actor that played iron fist at least in that role again
0: what i'm also hearing is no foggy which <laughs> i agree with a thousand percent
2: <laughs>
3: I feel like what they should do is have nothing from that. It's literally just a character. They're the just same playing now. They're just that acting looks as the it. same. Exactly. It's the same character, but in a different universe entirely.
1: Uh, I think this is going to come back, but uh, Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. Oh yeah, right. yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So, so I mean, they're
3: literally doing this in Hawkeye right now, they're right?
1: They're gonna do this in Hawkeye. It's like they're like foreshadowing a, a ton. Uh, I, that was a bad pun. I did not mean that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm really glad he's back. Um, the rest of the Marvel shows, I'm like, I don't really care if they do. I, even Kristen Ritter as just as Jessica Jones, like I liked her just fine, but I feel like Kristen Ritter is playing the same in every fucking show she's or so movies fine. she's great she's great but she's like she is the bitch in apartment 23 she is the girlfriend in breaking bad the it's... girl without
0: vitamin d
2: yeah
1: <laughs> all of it you know and it's just like I, I feel it's not
2: the jessica jones from the comic for sure i thought she did a good job with like creating a character but you're right that they could do if they really wanted what was her original like what's her uh, jewel yeah they wanted like a person that did could be jewel yeah and that, that's true you need the Meryl other street right. i don't
3: need anyone else but him Charlie
2: Cox? Yeah, yeah, and
3: and Fisk.
2: Yeah. Wow. Just, Electra wouldn't be bad. I need to... Oh. No,
3: I don't need her either.
2: She was good as Electra. I'm looking up the actor's name for Luke Cage because I don't want to say this without knowing his Why name. Why did because-
0: I say
3: Telfer in my head? Is that...
0: I think uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Fisk would be a good idea to continue just because he has so much experience already. Mm
2: -hmm. I think it's going to happen. You all are sleeping on Mike Coulter. He is fucking hot and a very good actor. How dare you? As Luke Cage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gorgeous, but...
3: I just don't need it. Not great. I'd 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 like a... But don't you me, think, me, I don't
2: know. I think him and this is the thing that I was like thinking of is that they would just basically, they would never bring back iron fist again. And no, they trade out this fucking use that terrible character. character and it's Shang Chi fits that perfectly. Yeah. And then you have heroes for hire. You just play it off that way. Like they just do a bunch of stuff they could do. Like I'm, I know there are different characters, but I'm like, this is me thinking like a Marvel executive. You've got a martial arts power set. I mean, with special, like a supernatural martial arts power set with uh Luke cage. Like, how else can you just mimic a lot of the same storylines that they might have I had honestly before? think
0: that with the exception of Iron Fist if there was stronger material for uh, uh the other shows other than Daredevil mm-hmm. the characters the actors would have like, stepped up a lot yeah. more but That's because fair. of that it's it's harder to evaluate like would these be a good actor for a lot of like yeah. film production yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: tell you who I don't want as a character at all Punisher
2: just I don't think I don't think, this yeah. Punisher, I don't think Punisher fits in the MCU. Yeah. I just sorry, B- John Bethanall I think is what his name is. Barenthal. Barenthal. I I,
3: I think one of the issues is that I, I don't know if they're they trying they to bring him back in the... Armor Wars. I don't know if you saw
2: that. A bunch that of those might be wrong because it might be Baron Stane. I did not <laughs> <see> Baron Stane. <that. laughs>
3: <laughs> um, there a lot of these actors have other television shows oh, yeah, they're I mean, working on. Mike so Colter's like, on like, he Evil. Be.
2: Yeah, that motherfucker's making tons there of money. There's so
3: many characters they'd have to literally work around to the nth degree in order to get them and have real storylines like. Daredevil was the only thing that actually had it. It got
2: three seasons, and it was also it got three seasons, right? Yeah. Three season three was phenomenal, right? And it was also really well regarded the entire time. So I I I better believe they're not gonna like worry too much about the others. But and
1: also like he fits in so well with Spider Man, Man. with She Hulk, Mm -hmm. um, with Moon Knight, yeah, all the stuff that's gonna be coming in. Like, well, Spider Man is obviously around, but like you know, She Hulk and Moon Knight are coming in the next phases of the Disney Plus shows.
2: I think you'd find you'd probably see Luke Cage come back only if they could get him, only because it's also then you're creating diversity amongst the city team, which obviously is when they reform a Defenders. That's yeah.
3: Meanwhile, um, Shang-Chi is getting a sequel and he's getting a Disney Plus show, and maybe not he, maybe someone who's a spinoff from the show. So, what do you think about this? What do you think the show is going to be about? And will it follow Shang-Chi or will it follow any other character? Because there's going to be a bunch.
1: Uh, the sequel makes sense. It was very successful, and we all enjoyed it. Um, and I think the spin-off would be about a sister. I love that. Oh, I thought
3: it was going to be the Adventures
0: of Trevor
2: Slattery.
3: <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and that, I would watch and that, that
2: and too. That, that, that double butt creature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would
1: watch that double butt creature.
2: No, I, love I that do want. Butt. I do want that sister to remain like a bigger character because obviously Aquafina mm-hmm. will come back as part of Shang Chi's adventure. Yeah. Um, so I just would really appreciate them building out that character more. Cause have, I you, her have, a lot.
3: have you seen Razor Fist's Only Fan page?
2: What? Yeah. Are I, you kidding me? No, uh, excuse I mean, me. I'm going to go look col- at it now.
3: It's mostly clothed, but it's not really. I don't really. care. I'll it's a lot. It's it. a lot, sir.
0: Does he have the razor? Or
2: <laughs>
3: Only in He's razor fisting himself. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It's just a
1: bick,
3: though. Mouth or butt? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, friend of Home <laughs> Superior, Steve Orlando, is teasing <laughs> a Spider-Man 2099 <laughs> comic to tie to the character. <laughs>
2: Steve's <laughs> like, who? <laughs> Incredible. Tied
3: to the yeah. yeah, friend of the show. <laughs>
2: Love that pitch. It's
3: using a Spider Man 2099 comic to tie into the character's 30th anniversary. Will this sell poorly and end in 12 issues, or will it stick around long enough for people to experience and then forget his upcoming appearance in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse?
1: Uh, well, I don't know if it's supposed to be an ongoing series, a miniseries, or even a one shot, but. Steve, he's a child of the '90s. He loves them the 2099 characters because yep. he's using uh, what's his face in the Marauders Annual, uh,
3: Blood something or yeah, Brimstone, Brimstone, Brimstone. Brimstone, uh, Brimstone
1: yeah, 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 it was the X Men 29 villain, Spider Man 2099, By the way, is the best part of 2099. I did, yeah. I do yeah. know that.
2: That's like canon.
1: It's so like Peter David wrote it. A uh, beautiful art by Rick Leonardi ran for a ton of issues in the mm-hmm. '90s. Um, I, I I always like that character coming back, even if it only lasts. Twelve issues, if it's six issues, if it's a one shot. Yeah.
2: I wanna read it. I, and the character of course was gonna come out.
0: It's back. a half page if it's a one it's one, one panel.
2: panel. One panel. I'll read it I, I do think I actually want that to happen because I do want there to be like a twenty ninety nine Renaissance where it's like well, someone's gonna hopefully at some point think that it would be okay to write a good version of X-Men 2099 and as my 90s childhood heart would explode. Because Because you had
1: the the trading cards and the poster. And I have
2: that poster and those trading cards and I don't know shit about the comics. I read like one or two issues. Mm -hmm. I hated them. And then I'm like, there's got to be someone that can make this good and make this make sense to me.
3: (laughs) Do you remember at X-Men Blue where we had it went to 2099 for a hot second and we had to suffer through that awful plot? I was trying to forget it, Clark, so thank you for that. There you go. It was
0: so futuristic, but we knew we lived now. So it's like how but we very, knew we lived. Now. Yeah, it's really hard to get to the imagination of like 2099. Like, what a futuristic place when I know everyone's dog shit here and it's not working toward the future. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll be dead. Yeah, I mean, like
1: it's
3: a real 2099 halfway yeah. as Graves. exciting as we think it's Cl- going to be. Clark, yeah.
1: did you ever read Doom 2099 back in the day? No. It was actually pretty good. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's by a character who's, uh, by a creator who's been canceled, Warren Ellis. But he it was one of his earlier Marvel works, and he basically had Doom take over America, and he made things better because right. the, the country really sucked.
3: Finally, and the only thing that's not Marvel news and frightening prosthetic news: Unrecognizable <laughs> Colin Farrell as the Penguin is getting an HBO Max spinoff following his appearance in this year's Batman. I'm sad when I see him like this. <laughs> Are you? Bah.
1: do that noise again. Bah. Yeah, there you go. Wow, it. it's very Burgess Meredith penguin yeah. from the yeah. Batman sixty six.
0: I mean, he looks completely unrecognizable, so I can't imagine it hurts his career. But it's it seems what so. Could
2: this special be, be about? about? Yeah, just who cares? Prayers.
1: So I've heard, I've heard through the grapevine that he uh, is really like his character is a standout. And like Warner wanted to give him like a crime show.
2: Interesting. All right, I could see it.
1: Uh, you uh, know what? I've completely
0: him. turned around. I'm flip flopping on this one. too. <laughs> so
1: like he could be even more than the Riddler. He could be like the standout villain. Yeah, they have gangs in New York or something. They'd have to do yeah. right.
2: They'd have to like basic. What I just find weird is them. I'm all like I'm excited for the type of content. I just think it's going to be so hard to have this push and pull of like. Here are the here are the comic characters you know and love, but then now we're just gonna turn it into something. Like, I don't disagree. There could probably be a great show with Colin Farrell acting as a penguin esque crime lord. Yeah, but like when you have a crime show that probably will not involve potentially a lot of. Maybe they'll action. have yeah. Maybe they'll have a lot of mercenaries and vigilantes. That could be kind of cool. But still, they're not going to like really delve into the Bat mythos.
1: Well, the other thing also is I'm going to like kind of like do a 180 here. Is like, can Warner You're get like, away from? Ba- <laughs> can, can Warner <laughs> just get away from Batman for a minute? Because they have like such a rich library of characters, Correct. and it's like even Titan season three, which we haven't reviewed on podcast, we probably never will, just leans back into the Batman mythos
0: stuff. Aren't you excited for? Uh, HBO Max's new show, *Peacemaker*, *Daily Planet*, where they're going to go into the day-to-day operations of operating a journal. I saw the newsroom. Yeah, they're
1: taking. I'm not a superhero.
2: I'm a reporter. Damn it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just see I mean, Lois Lane just coming in. You know, but she's like the character from *BoJack Horseman*.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about superheroes in this. We're talking about hard-hitting journalism.
3: So last week, I read the. Uh, I actually got a DC comic. It was the one where Danny DeVito wrote the Penguin oh how was it uh it was weird but i liked it he, he, writes <laughs> he a did good write comic. It, he wrote uh, it in crayons. very so. strange <laughs> it's very weird it's like the quasi romance actual romance between penguin and catwoman Oh, <laughs> i don't think that's really happened was it yeah, all that's literally what it, <laughs> it was all written in penguin noises it's though, very strange I, do, I do you think it. you
0: only if if it was not if you didn't know it was written by danny devito would you thought, this is just garbage?
3: No, it's so weird that I probably would have still liked it. Or just, if it, you
2: didn't know it was written to Danny DeVito, would you have read it and said, this was written to Danny <laughs> DeVito? <laughs> it's always sunny in Gotham. <laughs> this yeah. was yeah. definitely written by Danny uh, I
3: watched, uh, I think probably because of that, I watched uh, Batman Returns? <laughs> yeah, Batman Returns. So It's like, so weird. <laughs> it's such, the movie <laughs> makes no sense and no. it's so good. And it's a Christmas movie, straight up it's Christmas movie. It's a fucking movie. Christmas movie. Like, like, the great movie. thing
0: about when you buy this comic is that Danny DeVito uh, typed a fortune cookie and letter and put them in each comic book. So every time you're just reading a aphorism from him, (laughs) uh, we're ready to move on. To I had
2: nothing else to say. MCTV. MCTV. MCTV, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is probably going to be renamed, is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. While we'll fully digest an entire series as extra issue, we know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spores and reveals, so let's get down with Hawkeye episode four. Do you think people
0: just didn't, wouldn't get what MCTV is? No. They wouldn't understand. MC-TV. We're talking about must-see TV. Uh, you were the one who spelled it
2: out. Yeah. I thought it's McDonald's television. I assume television. people would know it, yeah. uh, so. MCTV. McDonald's. Yeah. McTV. Yeah. I'll have a McDonald's big Mac TV. A, uh, Hawkeye continues into its back half with Kate and Clint celebrating with lots of bonding time. More mysterious revelations regarding the, oh, God damn it. I even practiced this name. Dun, Dunskews? <laughs> what are they? Dun Dunkings. What are they called? Oh, the... the, What's the the, swordsman's name? Duquesne? Duquesne. Thank you. Jesus Christ, I had that in my head. Uh Duquesne dealings uh, in an all-out brawl, rooftop ending with surprising and unsurprising reveal of the new Black Widow, Yelena Belova, played by none other than Florence Pugh. How did you like Yelena's return? Because obviously that was the most important part of the episode. Uh, (laughs) What would you like?
3: Did you like how she's just telling echo basically beating echo out of the way she's like i'm, I'm the only w- one who can fight these people right i now. was Leave like who's <laughs> fighting who i was like they're not teamed up
2: i assume no it that's just because sort of a obviously random show teamed up because yeah. she kept knocking around i out know i love like, that no so when we got
1: the reveal of uh you know after at the end of black widow with uh, uh the contessa telling mm-hmm. uh um yelena that like hawkeye killed uh, uh natasha i was like she's gonna come up in episode four <laughs> 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 i was like and then as soon as. soon uh, uh hawkeye said no yeah no echo maya's up here and i was like no it's it's yelena Mm -hmm. and then you saw like the you know the face (laughs) mask (laughs) and and then like the 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 widow's bite it worked for me i liked it yeah
3: (laughs) why is everyone trading in metaphor when they're talking about dead people and natasha like he's like R- Ron. Uh, uh, Natasha killed Ronan, even though it, clearly he was Ronan, and he's oh not, yeah. And now they're like, uh, Clint killed Natasha, even though he fucking didn't do that either. Yeah. Well, that that's less metaphor and more it's just. Set up. Up. That's more, That's a still, lie. Yeah.
1: It's just a lie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, in theory, he kind of did because that's, it, it's more like not,
0: Oracle speak, where someone says something that's vague and true. Yeah, and like
2: you done. were gonna do that. Yes. <laughs> uh, and also, Adam, how did you miss?
1: There's another canonically queer character. In, in the Marvel Universe. You mean the woman with the bag? The woman with the bag. The cop. The LARPer. Oh, the very yes. attractive black woman yes, talking yes, about her yes. wife. That yeah. was
2: very cool. And that that's actually how I want my queerness. Well, I want them to be main characters, but if they can't be, I want them to have button dialogue lines of like this, my wife gave me this back as opposed to my husband disappeared and I'm a straight man playing a gay actor Uh-oh. talking about how I'm the gay first <laughs> character in the MCs. Wouldn't it be so much He was blipped. would it be so much, was what be so much if she, that sad?
0: What if she as a character was like, Oh, this is my bag. It was given to me by my wife before she mysteriously she disappeared. <laughs> and the police never found any evidence, but <laughs> I was always a suspect.
3: <laughs> quite like that. It's oh a necessarily God. long explanation. Jesus
0: Christ. Waste a minute time. But don't go looking to this Hawkeye, cuz I'm innocent.
2: Nothing made me happier though than the larpers coming back because nothing shows you that Hollywood's never going to fully take on like nerds being nerds even in nerd shows. Just like quite like a bunch of extras hired to be LARPers and just screaming at the top of their lungs in the middle of Central Park, which like I don't do LARPing very often, but I would imagine there's a little bit more very attractive LARPers self-awareness. Too. Content, I could content easily imagine there are
0: people doing that, that they're doing it as an exercise, whatever. The thing that gets me is every single time one of the more normal characters shows up. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. Yeah.
2: That's, that's what I mean. Like I was like, come on you guys. Like we're in this day and age where the MCU is literally pulling in billions of dollars and you're going to still tell a storyline yeah, like how this. How fucking
0: dare you Disney. You're going to make a LARPing movie in like 10 <laughs> years.
1: Also like this was in last week's episode when, uh, she's talking, uh, uh, Kate's talking to Clint about his branding problem and she draws the a OG Hawkeye costume. Yeah. It's a little bit too much. Two thousand mm-hmm. era X Men. It's like, oh, what, oh. Were you, what, what? Like, what were you expecting? Yellow spandex. It's like, let's get away from like making fun of like comics accurate costumes. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like we're well beyond that. Because
2: when I see that shit in cosplay in real life, I'm like, that's fucking cool. That's great. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I do uh, to
0: counter that, I do like that part of her motivation is like, you know, actually, yeah. Look, you think it's kind of dumb, but. It's actually Your branding a brand. is wrong, and yeah. you're not the piece of mm-hmm. shit. That, that's true. That's fair. That, like, at least she's there defending it, rather than having all the quirky characters being like, "La we're a larpers." The closest we got, I think, was the woman saying, "Yeah, I actually made this myself mm-hmm. when it came to the Vikings. was,
3: base. yeah, and, yeah.
1: and that's foreshadowing like the new costumes that both Clinton and, and Kate are going to get. Yeah.
3: Why does he want to be branded? He doesn't want to have a branding. I don't know know why he does it. He's like, I don't know. No, he doesn't want
1: it. But like he is a hero like like, that. He was he was a shield agent that became a hero. It's
3: impossible now for him
0: to maintain the secret status that he had before. Everyone recognizes him. So I could see why, you know, the kind of Wolverine I'm wearing yellow. So people attack me
2: first mentality comes into play. He's acted like a hero, not a super. super
3: Wear what you fucking want. Yeah.
0: Just show up in short true. shorts and winter. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> also, Thank
1: you. All the family stuff now is working for me where it yes. didn't work for me before because I like the relationship with him and his wife. Where <laughs> she's like, she's not like, oh, when are you coming home? Like, why are you putting yourself in danger? She's like, I'm a goddamn partner. Oh, she's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> she's okay. That family, cool. family. I'm going to speak in German. I'm going to speak in German so the kids don't know. And the kids are like, well, Linda Cardellini
2: could do anything. She's uh-huh. phenomenal. Um, yeah. I thought you were talking about the other family stuff, which is Kate's family, and that shit. I didn't. I didn't mind it so much. It was creepy. I was like, "What no, the fuck?" The is weird this? kissing, dancing, yeah, thing, the, where that she's whole like, scene. "I don't like this
3: couple." Now I like you. It was
2: so I couldn't tell if that was like supposed to feel weird. <laughs> I because I my my no, I don't think discussion so. Discussion question was: Were your parents ever that gross when? You were a child. No, a I'm South Asian. That doesn't happen. <laughs> in that mean time. when my <laughs> father
3: died in explosion, and then eight, ten years later they they together. Yeah, yeah. Maybe
2: that's maybe that's for me because I'm the same. Like my parents are somewhat semi foreign, so I think it was like I would like they foreign just, parents don't do that shit. Yeah, like I was just like I could never imagine a real white existence where people are like ah, my parents are so in love. It's so fun to watch them like kiss and hang out. I no. can't wait for that for me. I was like, what?
3: Certainly not as a
0: fifteen year old. It's a complicated thing because I don't like the. What's the name of the stepfather figure? Uh, swordsman. Swordsman. <laughs> swordsman.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mustachio Bastion. <laughs> you're like, okay,
0: Mr. Evilly McEvil, congratulations. You're in part of the story because you you're going to be a throwaway. Red herring. We got Hawks out here. You're a red herring. Like, coincidentally, you're here. So <clears throat> I, I, I think I did like that interaction a little bit because I think that. Even if you haven't had a parent, you know, start to date someone else, you do have friends who might have broken up with someone you liked or someone you hated, whatever. And it's, it's new and it feels exciting for you to see
2: them be, be happy. happy. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I wasn't recognizing as much as Kate being happy, seeing her mom being happy, which I think is a, <laughs> I, with I think, a murderer. Yeah, right. Possible also murderer. kind of weird. I think
0: that, the, yeah, there's, there's context there and dialogue that don't always work that are a bit too heavy-handed, but I yeah. could see why she would, you know, you because know, they, they have been setting up all throughout that he actually does, you know, make yeah, her forgetty he yeah. and whatever.
2: What did you think of the mentor-mentee relationship? Because there was a lot of that going on between uh, Clinton and Kate this this episode. It, it's
1: working for me. I think they have
0: yeah. chemistry. Getting better and better.
2: Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. We'll recap a lot more. Wait,
0: can we talk about this, though? Oh,
2: there are there are six
0: trick arrows, and we have to go get, get them. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, as a plot I point? don't even I know. like
1: I actually love that because those are probably expensive. The PIM one has got to be super oh, expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's like uh, we what? can't just lose these. I love I love. How shit do like the that. police
0: collect that from the Brooklyn Bridge or wherever? It they does
1: work.
2: shrink after a while, right? The time must have run out. After it must. It, it, it must. Have, yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah. But it's, it it's
1: evidence. It's evidence. how do do these the simplest answer it's evidence evidence. that this
0: arrow destroyed a bridge
2: of course like like, it was a crime scene the goo ones they probably burned out they probably like burned out the goo and took the arrows for evidence
3: there's more goo now
2: the secondary goo goo, extra goo you like restuff them I don't know how how did the pin one not break I don't know, but yeah, it's but pim evidence. Par- pim evidence pim particles, pim particles. Yeah, but so how angry. does it get
0: an extra pim particle set? Yeah. Whatever. Next time, every asks I a question. I'm just gonna say it's, it's evidence. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you know they've set themselves some capacity limit on what they can yeah. do. I thought but that was But it's cute. very weird that I they, like s- that they didn't just go, "Oh yeah, I've got four more." Here's I that's four all more we have left. Well, come on down to the trailer park. Hey, that's the tire squeak. Yeah. Is this is this
1: um it's a trailer Clark's park. Cute of Fistosol?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's just a trailer park in the mouth. Uh, we review all the trailers that came out and of course this week the only important trailer was Spider-Man No Way. No, across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> no way. No to way go. across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Look, they all have three words after Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm getting sick of it. So Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Only two words. We're back in the Don't animated... forget about it. its Pantone <laughs> It's, uh, I believe it's pentatone. I don't know <laughs> It's a type of Italian. Stark breath. had that. That was Clark's I already joke. said I that before the, the show that. happened. It follows the story after Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, where Miles Morales is traveling across uh, time and space through the multiverse to save the day. But this time, he's going to 2099, where he's hanging out with his good pal, Spider-Man 2029.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in, in 2099, he's just called Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: Oh, but he does it like ours. We call him Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2001, Spider-Man 2014.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It seemed like it was obviously a snapshot Mm -hmm. of scenes from the movie potentially, or at least like. I would assume it's going to be featured in. You had Spider-Gwen, you had Miles kind of catching up, and she's like, I need your help, which is... You had Reptile, Electro. Oh, my God. And all this stuff was fit in, like, the end credits. And, yeah, so, no, I mean, you didn't get a whole lot, but the animation style was great on both aspects, especially the 2099 uh, area. I want more. The first one was so good. I'm surprised it's a part one. That's, like, actually a pretty... Ballsy move mm-hmm. after like having because Wonder afterward they? it moves
0: into uh, Spider Man uh, twenty one hundred.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah.
1: uh, I don't think it's that ballsy. I mean, the first one was really well. It won an Oscar for God's sake. No, and it was huge. Right. And so, like, I think I think Sony was like, this is a- going to be a hit.
3: It's but it's just it's like a part one versus just a thing. The only one we've had that's not a part one and part two is basically Endgame and. Infinity, Infinity War. and they didn't say Part One in Part Two. They were going was, to originally. Yeah. remember. Do you yeah. think but they this were just the only too, one that's like that? Yes.
2: Do you think they were just too lazy? To, yeah. Do you think they? Were, and I actually hate the Part One's Part 2s, only because of like how Harry Potter, Twilight, all they them have yeah, ruined yeah, those. Yeah. yeah. But I did wonder. I was like, is it because they didn't want to come up with another universe title? Because like now they can just have a third movie instead of having like it's too much work into, to have a new across, title. out of, or underneath, <laughs> underneath the spider, below, birds. above. Uh, the thing I am a
1: little worried about is like, so it was like what Chris and Chris Lord and uh, I can't remember who the other writing partner was. It was basically, the Lego movie people yes. wrote the first one. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's different writers and it's a different oh. director. Uh, and, yikes. and the pedigree is not great. Airbud 9. What yeah. Basically, are, what are, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember, but it was like, oh, that was like, it was something that Cosmic was like, not Air good. Bud. Not great. But i am excited for this movie i obviously loved into the spider-verse like oh, the totally. rest of y'all did uh and there it's a blink and you miss it um when he's like kind of swinging through miles's there is a sign in hindi uh which makes me think that they may bring in spider-man india uh who uh is it's just too cute his like alter ego is peter patel oh. and he's like a spider-man that's got like on the on the Top half is like the normal Spider-Man yeah. costume, but on the bottom half it's like a dhoti, which is like an Indian like sort of wrap. Oh, that that's super m- cool that men wear. So yeah,
3: I'd I like that. them to have May Day.
1: Mayday would be cool.
3: The daughter in one universe of Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Yeah, 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 oh, that's cute. Uh,
1: sp- the, sp- the Spider Girl
3: was her yeah. character. Yeah, I
2: do want them. Besides, obviously Spider Gwen. I do. Yeah, I want a whole new cast of additional kind of heroes. I want no. punk. I want punk anarchy. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> I,
3: I, I still need um Spider Ham. Oh my gosh! Didn't the, we have Spider Ham? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I need him. I oh, back. you need him, I can't him back. go okay. away. Yeah.
0: The first movie was so innovative and different from everything, really, we had seen before. That when I saw the trailer, it included, you know, uh, sunflower. Yeah, by, by Post Malone. By Post Malone, and it also included the quirky whistle music of things are going wrong mm. uh, as like a background. I'm hopeful that those are just features of uh, the, the the trailer. Hey, remember what you liked about the first movie? I my worry is that the instinct for this to be like the first one is going to be so strong that it loses some creative edge. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to do more and oh. different things. Take it to the next level. Because yeah. they pushed it so far on the first one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually that's fair. I do think that po- the post Malone Sunflower is going to be in the movie and it's just Miles listening to the same fucking song for the last three years or four years by the time the movie comes out. All right,
0: I need something.
3: What? What I need a Plug Me Daddy.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: Well,
2: Clark will fist you, but I'll plug you.
3: No, I won't fist you in the ass. That's not plugging in the mouth.
2: Oh, my God. It is time. (laughs) Brett, do you want to talk to us about Plug Me Daddy?
0: Oh, yeah. Plug Me Daddy is our... New and hopefully ending ongoing segment. <laughs> <laughs> <where, laughs> we're just going to talk about some of our quick thoughts about things that are kind of grab baggy, uh, things we want to plug or just mention. Clark, let's kick it off with you.
3: Oh, I didn't mean to do that, but uh, sure. So there's a show on HBO Max, which is actually on first on Channel 4 in the UK called, I have to do it slowly because the name is tongue twistery, flats. S-T-A-T-H. Let's Blats, S-T-A-T-H. Um, it's about a Cypriot family who run a letting agency, so basically um, renting out uh, houses to people in London. And it is weird as fuck. It's Nadia from What We Do in the Shadows, and her real-life brother like created the whole thing. Oh. And it is funny and weird as fuck, and I absolutely love it.
1: When you said Channel 4 and HBO Max, I thought it was the crime show that had Olivia Colman and then the guy who played... Uh, oh, God loop uh what's his face landscapers, from harry potter landscapers, landscapers. landscapers. i kind of want to see uh, it no denny
3: because... and i watched it my roommate and i watched it um monday because it comes out on mondays it is unwatchably boring oh no and i, I googled and read the story of it, it the story doesn't even fa- sound interesting enough for it to be a moot but show
1: oh that's too bad because the casting is
3: phenomenal yeah uh, i mean everyone can like it or not i don't care i didn't like it Caitlin, what you plug in? That was my plugging. Uh, yeah, hating yeah. the second thing you <laughs> said.
1: So, plug, uh, I'm going to plug um, uh, a graphic novel I picked up at San Diego Comic Con, and Adam and I got to meet the creator. Cur- creator's name is Jack Foster. The graphic novel is called Gun. I started reading it. I have not finished it yet, but it is independent. Mm-hmm. It is queer written and, and illustrated. Yes. Jack did both writing and, and drew it.
3: It's about Tim Gunn. Uh, yeah, it, make <laughs> it work. Straight um,
1: life story. Uh, it is a kind of a noirish, like grindhousey, y, uh, like superhero universe. Ooh. And uh, it takes place in, at, at least at the beginning of the graphic novel, in Atlantic City, which is <laughs> not a cute place, but mm-hmm. it is a great. Uh, location for a very dark tale. Right. So, uh, I definitely, it's got a lot of promise. Uh, we want to bring Jack on the show to talk to him about it. He was delightful.
3: Yes. Uh, Amazing.
1: And uh, I think Adam had a little crush on him. Oh, the more you talk cute. about it,
3: the more I want it to actually be about Tim Gunn yeah. just solving <laughs> in crimes a in Atlantic noir. City. With it
1: his uh, with a side quick, uh Heidi Klum. No, no. I don't yeah, want her no. there at
3: all. All right. So,. Um, I've got
0: two. One's a quick plug because I think you guys probably talked about it last week. And the other one's to and hard. Uh, Hit Monkey is actually very fun. Yes, mm, lots of great watch moments. It is. It is uh, it's some crazy shit. There's
3: some weird emotional stuff in there. You're yeah. like, oh, this show shouldn't affect me in any way because <laughs> it's stupid.
0: It's it's actually quite fun. Even though I don't love the animation, I do hope that they do more for a second season. I want to do a reverse plug, like or a, like an actual plug, or like, I want to stop something. I want to stop people sharing. Fake trailers and spoiler trailers for movies that I'm trying to avoid. Oh. What's like, a fake trailer? Like people make these fake trailers for before a movie comes out mm. to generate like millions of views because okay. they're like, "Here's the first trailer for Spider-Man: No mm-hmm. Way Home" or "No." Yeah, fo- it's no like far, every whatever. old
2: footage just patched
0: together. I can, yes, yeah, and they, they take it, it from Hawkeye. alternate movies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we, fuck,
2: yeah, you all fell for the Hawkeye one. Fuck that! I but,
0: did not fall for the Hawkeye one. But kind of worse is the. Because that's relatively harmless. Like then you're just watching like a a clip of of Andrew Garfield and like some sad movie. Click, click, boom. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's that's not the name of the the social network. Uh, That's (laughs) not the name of the movie. Okay, so
2: (laughs) that's right. The worst, the
0: worst one is when like I'm trying to avoid trailers for this fucking Spider-Man movie, and people will not stop sharing them to Instagram, whatever. And because they do that, they share thumbnails yeah. that show revealing images yeah. from the Who movie. Who do you
3: follow? This
0: is just like scrolling through Instagram.
3: Oh, I just look at dog videos a lot. God damn. But not, not a not spoiler. spoiler, spoiler. The yeah, there's some sort of electro dog, dog that's yeah. there. Clark, <laughs> Clark walks around
2: DC, films videos of dogs, get back to his house, and then just watches those same oh, videos. Yeah, 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 he he yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And breathe, I
0: breathe heavily while I'm watching them. Clark, Clark always says, dog videos and dong videos. <laughs> Either or. Yeah. So uh, just stop it. Just stop making those your fucking thumbnails. I know it's easy. Stop sharing all right, them.
1: All right, this is the beginning of a new segment. It, it's Brent's well, so, rant rant and yeah. You would
2: find a way to make a I'm positive plug-in to a Rooney. negative. You Seems get one irony. or the other. I'm That's an a, we're angry change old, old You get one or the other. You plug or hug. Uh, I am going to go and plug for Arcane because I did just finish that last week, but I don't think I got to talk about it. Um, it's a game yeah it was based off of League of Legends which Uh, is like a massive oh not a massive it's a multiplayer online battle arena huge 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 in like the PC uh, circuit and like competitive gaming circuit but like it's ten I think it's nine episodes. The animation is absolutely incredible. Music is fucking awful. The musical choice, the fucking opening is by Imagine Dragons. It's oh disgusting. yes, Ooh, it is so no. bad. Oh, my. But it, it the art's gorgeous. The character development is really interesting. I'm sad because I'm like, uh my boyfriend started playing the actual runes what is it called? Uh something runes of terracotta no it's whatever that uh, whatever the it's the basically the card battling game on your phone but yeah. apparently that spoils a lot of the story and i'm now stuck in this horrible zone where i want to play this really cool card battler but i also don't want to ruin what happens with a lot of these characters because like so many of them you could see that you're like oh you haven't reached oh, yeah. your final form at all and like you probably still have to grow up or change or do this but i just think it's really good and i would definitely check it out if you like like that- good drama uh anime stuff
3: That's my problem with the show is the that music. after watching, yeah, that too. Well, I liked the first three episodes; the art was stunning. But then I re—I found out what it was about. And if you're listening and you're like a completionist, you are not going to find out the hundreds of characters. Oh, uh, yeah, there yeah. Are like so many heroes and characters. Oh, and it's ale- super whatever overwhelming. Yeah, I'm like, well, now I'm going to see these. There's people. also
2: like an RPG now that came out called Ruined King. So it's I—I'm just trying to stay as close to the. Try to ignore TV all lore that stuff. As possible. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. do it.
3: I couldn't. I researched too much, and I was like burnt out. I
2: still have no fucking idea what's happening in terms of the overall concept of the show because I'm like, are these two cities? Is it they're the only cities on the planet? Is that how it works? So it, it's
0: fun. I think the only thing I wish I knew was that you should watch it. It's nine episodes. Watch each set of three as an
2: act. Oh, that's a good call. Um, Why?
0: It just helped. I think it helped me rethink how I was supposed to be viewing mm. it because there'd be changes. To the story uh, at different you know turns and
2: there. Sharae Aga Desherlu is one of the voice actors. I love absolutely her. incredible.
0: Yeah. All right, we've been Homeless Superior. You can find us on Twitter at Homeless Superior X and Instagram at Homeless Superior Podcast. Rate and review if you like us. Next week we'll have our holiday episode, and the following week we're off, but we will have a review of Spider Man Across the Far Way No Homecoming. <laughs> Uh, we've been homo superior the hottest podcasts you'll listen to if you're a sapiosexual (laughs) bye